0: Hey guys, it's your boy Eli from the Geeks and Turians, here to do another comic books recommendation, and today's date is October 11th. We're still in the Halloween uh, season, a lot of schools and frights kind of stuff going on, and a lot of fantasy, well, kind of. That's kind of like uh, one of the big things I want to talk about in uh, the comics that I have with me right now. So, this is going to be interesting, I'm going to talk about three comics, both coming from Marvel, well, oh, all three coming from Marvel, and yeah, so let's get started because these are really fun comics um, i really enjoy them and the good thing about these is that they're usually just one issue or just two issues so essentially you can just you know, grab one read it real quick and you'll be done with it but not saying you shouldn't keep them because they're still fun to read so the first book that we have on this is a what if book so marvel used to do a lot of these what if books. they still kind of do it now every now and then but essentially what if is the idea of let's take this one character or this one idea of a story and change something about it and let's see how that outcome would play out. So one of the best examples I can think of is what if Spider-Man was Flash Thompson? So instead of the the spider biting uh, Peter, it was Flash Thompson. And, you know, Flash, he doesn't have the stability that... Peter had. He didn't have himself someone who would teach him the ideas of responsibility, you know, what's you know, what's the right thing to do, what's the wrong thing to do, you know, so someone to keep him like grounded. Instead what Flash does is that he kinda did this stuff that would ultimately lead to a lot of bad stuff like a lot of bad things to happen in. So that's kinda like what F tends to do. They take it like this one idea, let's change something real quick. And see how that plays out. Now, that's how most what-ifs are. But this what-if is a little different. So, as you know, I'm a huge uh, Ghost Rider fan. Especially when it comes to Robbie Reyes and Johnny Blaze. So, this one is a what-if Ghost Rider went metal. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Comics went metal with Ghost Rider. So, it's, this is a little short story to basically on. But this is what I'm saying. It's kind of like... A little um, fantasy wise, but it's written by it's should around here. But my issue with this one. Really, it's just you can't really tell who did what, but it's written by Gurner, and it's drawn by oh, I cannot pronounce that last name. Um, it's Windgard. Windgard. I apologize if you're watching this. I'm sorry. Have a hard time saying people's names sometimes, but it's something that the art is really good. But no, the um, the essentially the story is is that Robbie Reyes is working for a Marvel, <laughs> kind of a meta thing going on. He's working for Marvel Comics, and they've gotten interested by and this sort of European dark me- uh, black metal band, uh, Hasagog from Liberia, You know the guy, the guy, the guys are from Tooms Country, home country and they just want to one of them is a huge marvel fan and so here's what the what if happens it's like what if we added a little black metal into the world of marvel and it's it's and if you, it's really fun when it comes to the art trust me and as someone who's a huge metal fan this is <laughs> this is the best thing that could happen and so you know we uh we have robbie he's sort of like the the intern he's all doing around doing like works and stuff And we meet the band members, each one of them right here, whose names are very European, so I'm not going to even try to pronounce them at the best as I can. But essentially, each one has their own little quirks. One's more, one's into the whole Marvel comic scene. The other one's more of like, I don't really care. The other one's more into anime and manga. So it's really, it's really cool. And they, uh, they actually do a little bit of a reference here that most people don't know. And I found this out a long time ago. That um the band Kiss, you know, the big, you know, rock band, uh they did something with Marvel ones. And for <laughs> whatever weird reason why, they decided to each put like a drop of their own blood in <laughs> the ink, which is like, what? That's a little mess up. And so they kind of, in this book, this band, Hasiga, I'm not, again, i not going to try to pronounce anything here because it's very European um you know they're taken to the printing press they all the ink for when they make the comics because a lot of comics need ink and the first thing they do is like the most weird thing is that they sort of do this sort of evil satanic ritual and everything goes awry and it looks something out of a crazy metal album and I mean crazy metal album, there's like rotting flesh, green fire, you know, kind of like you see in Game of Thrones and just like face melting, epic metal stuff going on. And like after that, it just all becomes really creepy. I would compare it to the art style that you have ever seen from that one video game called Brutal Legend because there's a lot of like tentacles, teeth, blood and guts and it's, like, so, it's it's really fun, and it's really, like, what the hell is going on? And it goes, just goes, like, out of its way to be crazy. And it's also kind of meta at the same time, so there's a kid with the same kind of book that I'm holding on my hands right now, and it's kind of funny. But, no, it's just, like, Ghost Rider um, just traversing through the world of, of Marvel with added little black metal situations and this is one of my favorite pages this dude went all uh, love captain in his art with um the the eyeballs tentacles teeth sort of very um that that cannot be named kind of stuff cthulhu stuff and it's just interesting how to see uh how it all goes and i said this this page, this one page i forgot to mention this one page right here is also one of my favorite ones from this uh, issue and it's it kind of looks something that you would see off a uh, power metal uh, album, and it's like the these sort of statues and um, built from a volcano with mo- with magma shooting out, it's really crazy and fun. And like if you're into like the whole metal scene, um, like the whole like metal artwork kind of stuff, then this is kind of your thing. So it's it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot, like I guess, a lot of and, blood and guts, a lot of um, creature feature kind of stuff going on so if you're into that kind of stuff then it's really your kind of book and yeah and but this is what i mean by what if what if does like these weird sort of takes on stories let's change this and that or this is something really crazy and they've been known to do this which is why i'm so excited for the tv show that's coming out in like 2020 or 2021 where they're like you know let's change this and this and that they're gonna do some kind of marvel zombie thing which i'm excited for and we we'll might get to that one uh, sometime soon, but no, this is like this is one of the reasons why I have like what if is that they they're willing to take so like a there's like one crazy idea and just roll with it. No pun intended, because we're talking about Robbie uh, Ghostwriter. So yeah, I really recommend this book. It's 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 a, it's a one issue thing, so it's a, like a really quick read, and that's what a lot of what ifs are. They're really quick and they're really fun to read. So you really don't have to. Um, be concerned about oh i have to get the next issue um did i miss an issue uh what's going on i don't even know so you don't have to get that from this book if this is a single issue there's only one you can go pick it up at your books st- at your uh, comic book shop if, if you guys have one if not um order online i guess but the what if books are always fun to read to see what happens if they decide to change one little aspect or something in this case they changed the 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 aspect of the world because it went full on metal, and it's a lot of fun. I feel like this is kind of a response to um, uh, quick tangent. It's a quick response to um. DC, who recently just came, uh, I believe at the time either finished up or, Hori had finished uh their little event book called Dark Knight's Metal, where like evil, Batman and they went with the whole metal thing because it looked like a like a metal album kind of come to life kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's always a good read. I might get, I've been meaning to read that. Uh, I've only read a couple of issues of Dark Knight's Metal and I really want to get into that. But until then, um, the Robbie Ray, is, <laughs> this, What If Ghost, What If the Marvel Comics Went Metal with Ghost Rider? That's the actual title. I know, but I just called it What If Metal Ghost Rider? It's a lot simpler. Is is a fun read and I really recommend everyone who read this because it's so, fun and it's so crazy it's just it goes it goes zero to a hundred like real quick (laughs) it's funny to say that though to be fair and so then these next two books are kind of intertwined they're two separate series they're um they're what we call tie-ins in the in the in in the big two in the comic book industry so essentially tie-ins are These add-on stories to a bigger story that you oftentimes don't need to read to understand and to follow the big story. but They're there just to, like, for fun stuff or, like, to add on to the world, like, what's going on. And so this story is in – these two um, books are two issues, so you don't have to worry about it. And they come straight off of Infinity War. Not Infinity Wars, like, the movie – like the movie we just had and the uh, the, the sequel to Infinity Gauntlet. At least I believe it's called Infinity War. So I'm going to have to double check on that. I want to give you guys false information. Because I wouldn't like it if people gave me false information. But no, yeah. It's... Um, these two books... So in the book, um, a lot of crazy stuff happens. And by the second or third issue... The well, obviously, because it's called Infinity Something, it's going to involve the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Stones or Gems, however you want to go with. And in this one, instead of say wiping off half of the universe, we fold the we fold the universe in. So there's a lot of characters who are an amalgam of two characters, and I'm going to talk about. And these two care, and these two um tie-ins are some of my favorite ones that came out with. They came out with some other ones, but you know, just to give you an idea of the two characters they would combine, they did one with um, Iron Man and Thor, and they called it Iron Hammer, which is not catchy at all. Essentially, you have a, a sort of Thor kind of character. Uh, so, think so Thor kind of having like his powers, but also machine stuff that you would find in um, Iron Man kind of stuff. So it's it's both machine and mystic kind of stuff. So it's cool, kind of cool. But it it that one didn't really catch me. There's a lot of ones that. This kind of the problem with tie-in books. Some of them are cool, but you really don't like. Need, don't really need most of them. Which is this, eh, but you know there's there to do a quick bug. But most of the time, if you're lucky enough, they're really good and fun. And thankfully, um, they were able to get like. Two books out there that uh, I found to be really fun, so I'm gonna be talking about those in uh, in a minute. And e the infin- yeah, it's called Infinity War. Wars, that's the difference. Not war, wars. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> I thought I uh, I mean I when the book came out, I enjoyed the art uh, for the most part. That it's uh, it was a pretty okay ride, but I did love what they spun off. So. The first book I'm gonna be talking about is in this one we get an amalgamation of two characters, one of which I'm a big fan of. Sorry, Um, and uh, so because like you know they so I said um, the instead of cutting out making half the universe disappear, they folded the universe into so they folded the universe in so you get two people combining. They call it infinity warps. Um, that was the uh, tagline that was the uh, ta- that was what they were calling it and you know this is one of the books for it and the book that I'm talking about is soldier Supreme so yeah this is where they combine both Steven Strange and dr Strange himself and Captain America and so you have this sort of weird now you were probably wondering that um why am I talking about this it's supposed to be fun Halloween well this is a fun book to read and a lot of weird mystic and creepy stuff that's going on and it's two issues, so it's really quick to read. So, in this book, you have uh, Stephen, Stephen Rogers, who, it's it, it goes around the same kind of origin story you see with uh, Captain America, the scrawny kid who needs to, who would listen to World War II and fights, uh, you know, Nazis, Hydra, and all that stuff. But the difference is, is that he, instead of using sort of science to make him big and strong, they instead decided to use... um magic and it's there's little combinations of Steven Strange's stuff in there but it's mostly just the magic so essentially instead of uh, injecting Steven with like the the serum that makes him Captain America Steven in this is engulfed in sort of magical energy and they start using like all these weird hexes and magic and you can clearly like t- literally just a couple pages in, you can just see that with a lot of uh what's going on instead of like using magic actual science that you start using magic and it's a little it's interesting to see how much that changed and i am guessing you guys are wondering so if he's doing magic what does that make the shield so what about the shield you know the vibranium shield the adamantium shield and all that kind of cool stuff well instead of doing that he now projects his shield like say like you know how in the movies um stephen strange does his little thing and then there's like little circle stuff now imagine as big as Captain America's shield with a lot of mystic stuff going on. And it's a l- and it's really cool. So he's not only like doing a lot of um, the stuff you uh, you would associate with um, Captain America, but he's doing like now these weird cool hand stuff that you kind of know uh, Steve Dickel's, uh So Steve Dickel a really good drawing hands. So he, that's why uh, Doctor Strange did a lot of weird hand stuff. I'm not trying to do anything right now. But, you know, he, you kind of capture that in uh, this book. And it's interesting because there's a point in the book where <laughs> they test out how strong his uh, mystical shield is. And it's strong enough to take a tank missile. So, <laughs> uh, Vibranium, be surprised. And so, you know, you have your... um, And it goes by the whole Captain America stories line. So, he goes uh, into War II, fights a lot of stuff. Uh, instead of Bucky Barnes being bucky barnes instead of its uh amalgamation of bucky barnes and wong uh dr strange's good old pal and i think is uh i'm trying to remember his name but uh it's but no it's a it's a combination of like the characters and it's really fun to see and yeah he goes by soldier supreme instead of captain america or um some or dr strange but no, the the interesting stuff is that it gets really dark sometimes. Like we, like you guys know, we lose the, in the books. We lose the buggy. Turns out he's not dead. But you know, you get like all these weird sort of kind of mystical hex, uh, magic stuff. Like there's they have a dormammu that's mixed with red skull, and they call it red dormammu, which is like um, a a real interesting thing that they started to do. Was a Red Skull, Red Dormammu, and they, and they have a little, you know, it's it's interesting to see how it, they kind of, like, use the story of Captain America, but add, like, this sort of sense of mysticism and magic that you associate with Doctor Strange, and that's the, probably the most fun aspect of this book, is seeing, like, how those two characters would work together, like, that's, and that's, like, a lot of these amalgam characters were for this event like the the winter soldier like I said Bucky Bucky Barnes and um Wong so he kind of still is the winter soldier but now he's kind of like a ghost that follows him around and so that that's the aspect of that's that's how it would work if it was Dr. Strange he would do something weird like that and now you add that with the Captain the stuff that you know that Captain America is known for, and his origin It makes that it, into like what? That's crazy, kind of stuff. And it's really it's a real fun read, and it's two issues. Like I said, you'll be done with it in no time flat. So I really recommend someone people to read this. It's really quick, really easy, and like you don't really need to know the big story, of Infinity of the Infinity Wars, to understand what's going on in this. In, in this book, all they do is explain, you know, this is his origin and this is how this world works and this, this and that. So, yeah, like I said, it's a quick read. And this is, and the next book that I have with me, it's in the same veins and it is kinda connects with um the whole oh I probably didn't, um if I didn't say it I'll probably say it now. Usually there's some sort of connection between the two. So Stephen Strange, um Steve Rogers you know these guys who were weak at one point, but through some other stuff, they became strong. Zero, magic. So these two are like very like characters that were amalgam, or are can be very serious, but also kind of funny in their way. And they're but they all have their own little weirdness to them. So the character that I'm talking about is in the amalgamation of Spider-Man, our boy Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Moon Knight. So if you guys don't know who Moon Knight is. He's sort of like, um, big take Batman with miss, with magic, with magic moon stuff, or slash, dash of uh, schizophrenia and multiple personality. I know, schizophrenia, multiple, personality. So we've been through that before. But make him more Batman. So, here we have is Arachnite. So, and in the, the interesting thing about this is that it kind of um, follows what you expect, uh, uh, Spider-Man, you know, Uncle Ben. But there's an interesting twist. So, one of the big villains that... um Well, he's not really a villain, per se. But he, he's often portrayed as a villain sometimes. And that is uh, Wolf by Night, which is basically a werewolf. And that got uh, Malcolm with the Green Goblin. So, it's Goblin by Night. And it's kind of terrifying to think about it. And, yeah. <laughs> and this is written by Dennis Hopeless. And it's penciled by... Oh, like Garza. I just realized I didn't say that for uh for Soldier Supreme. I should probably say that just before uh, anyone screws over for me for not recognizing the art and the writer. Yeah, but the Gary Dugan was the one who wrote Soldier Supreme and it was drawn by Adam Kubert. Uh, and yeah, so that that was that was Soldier Supreme. But now back to Moon Arachne. Essentially, it's it's take a, so it's essentially it's the Spider-Man kind of origin, but different. So, in this one, Peter Parker is still Peter Parker. He's walking around. I mean, he's a kid at this point. He's walking around um, late at night with his family, with Uncle Ben, uh, Aunt May. Um, he's just a kid, having fun, just being, seeing, like, this like, huge science fair kind of thing. And so, one night, they were attacked by Goblin by Night. And I mean attacked, because, like, Goblin by Night comes in, bites, like, Peter's shoulder... Leaving a lot of blood, kills Aunt May. <laughs> kills Aunt May, which I never thought they would do something like this. Kill Aunt May, kill Uncle Ben, because of course Uncle Ben he's nine. And then, th- 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 so this is where the weird uh, Moon Knight stuff starts to happen, because like he gets bitten by a mystical spider, and it grants him the whole like powers that you would come to associate Spider-Man, but it also comes with like a bit of. Like I said, schizophrenia. And it's it's sort of a fun little thing. And it's it's interesting to see how it all plays out. Because there are moments in the book where uh, Peter's, like, talking to himself. You can tell, like, it's a different personality. Talking with a different personality. And it's fun stuff. But it's also to see, interesting to see how all these characters are now different. Mary Jane is different. Um, Harry Osborn is different. You know. And obviously when it when there's a goblin you can already tell it's either gonna be harry or norman it's norman but like it's interesting to see how this uh this whole thing has affected him how um the story like i said the, the whole thing has affected him and how much he's become a lot more violent so moon knight is like he's He's like Batman, but a, lot, a little more violent. He can be a, a very violent dude. He will be. Uh, he will go all John Wick on somebody, with batarangs, and sort of seeing that contrad- contrast with like Spider-Man's a little lightheartedness. Well, I mean, Spider-Man can be dark some sometimes, but at the same time, he's mostly known for his lightheartedness. Like he's always throwing quips, jokes, and all that stuff to like his enemies to like annoy them and throw them off the game. In here, he kind of does that, but it's a lot more mean spirited, and he's a lot he's a lot more willing to kill. So if that's not your thing. I understand, but it's it's an interesting to see the way they take this sort of story, and do something kind of interesting with it. And that's well, the one thing I really did like about *Battle And it's again two issues, so you'll be done with it in and out. But it's it's interesting where they take this whole uh, *goblin by night* kind of thing where it's it's more of a werewolf situation and you see how it all relates to him and the character and seeing the contrast that we have with spider-man and moon knight mixed into one person and to see how all these characters would be uh would be on this alternate sort of earth and yeah it's it has a very dark moments, like i said uh i may mean, ben die in the first few pages which is why why i didn't say spoiler because it happens in the first few pages plus this has been like four three years ago two years ago at best so and this one someone's got to read it but you know that's but there wasn't point to it but the point was like how it progresses how it goes and all that cool stuff so you kind of have to take my word for it and say i understand that as you read the the second issue You understand why I kind of why it's one of the ones I recommend. It's a really good book, despite the fact that it's part, it's a tie into a bigger story. And you still get a lot of good stuff from it. And that's why I recommend these two books. They're part of a bigger story, but you don't need them to understand the bigger story, nor do you need the bigger story to understand what's going on in the books. They're like their own little. What would be a good. Like, what would be a good comparison I really don't have anything to, to give a, it would be like a light snack before the main dinner or no no that's not good oh, I'm dragging this out for a lot longer than I thought I would but no um they're both great stories um it's also if you're big into art the both of the art for both stories are really good it's also interesting to see, it's also interesting to see how like they combine like this aspect of Doctor Strange and like Captain America's classic, you know, red, white, and blue aesthetic, and sort of give it to, like, Doctor Strange, and give him this sort of cool thing. Um, I like his design more than I did um, Arachne. It's really just the spider it's like really the spider mask with a couple of white patches and, like, a white hoodie with a cape, and it's like, eh, it's okay. Not that bad. But, like I said, these are more, there's a lot more mysticism, and a lot of stuff you kind of would associate with Halloween, which is why I kind of brought him up. And the way um, uh, Goblin by Night comes off. He comes off like a werewolf, so he comes at night. It's in the name, and he goes off like something you would see in a were- only werewolf book, uh, movie too. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of like dark moments, especially with Peter's schizophrenia and how one of his personalities is a complete a hole. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's all I have. I wish I had more books for you. You might not do a lot of these comic book recommendations and I'm saying that now as um, as we come near the end of this episode but I'll try to do a lot more as much as I can um, you know some book if there's a book that I feel like you guys should check out you know I'm going to talk about that but until then you know you can find us on CastBox Google Podcast Apple Podcast Spotify and we've been confirmed for Pandora you can now find us at Pandora hell yeah i'm so happy about that and support us on social media with our instagram facebook and soon to be twitter and don't forget that we as kevin as kelvin would say are broke college students and we need money so please support us on patreon and well yeah that's about it if you ever want to know more about comics just hit us up on the instagram um And yeah, so I want to do more of these. I'm really happy to. And I'm always up to give guys some recommendations. You guys got some recommendations for me? Go ahead. But until then, this has been Eli from the Geek Centurions. Giving you your comics recommendation for this week. And I am officially signing out.